Hello and welcome to the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast, brought to you as ever by Lead Forensics. I am your host, Joe DiCaro. This episode of the B2B Sales Playbook Podcast is the audio taken from a webinar we ran recently called Pipeline Problems, Innovative Strategies to Discover Clients. For this, I was joined by Christian Vetter from Sugar CRM to give advice and tactics on making sure you are using the correct CRM for your business and how to utilize it best to discover clients. Christian offers loads of tips and tricks for you here. So without further ado, here is Christian Vetter on the Pipeline Problems Playbook. How are you doing today, Christian? Doing great, Joe. Thank you very much for inviting me. This will be a fun session. Absolutely. No, it's my pleasure. So uh, let's let's get straight into it, why don't we? Uh, how can CRM systems help sales teams better identify and target high-value opportunities? I think, uh, you know, one of the values a CRM system can bring to that process is by really enforcing a little bit of a discipline. Um, making sure that the whole sales team follows a process, make sure you follow a playbook, that you're checking um, the, the important qualification criteria that helps you identify, is this a serious prospect? Is there, how big is the opportunity? Um, I know that, you know, for instance, in our own sales organization, we use lead forensics, uh, we're a customer. And, uh, and, uh, and it's always a lot better when the, when the salesperson comes back to me and says, you know what, look, there's so many people from this organization checking us out, right? There's more than one person involved in, in the buying process. And when, when, when that happens and you get confirmation from, from a tool like Lead Forensics, you know there's probably a higher value opportunity than if it's just a single person kind of kicking in the tires. That's fantastic. I'm so pleased that Lead Forensics is working out for you. Okay, Christian, that's fantastic. <laughs> so then in what ways can CRM systems improve sales pipeline management and close rates? Yeah, so that's, you know, that's kind of a, a maturity um, um, of organization type of process. You know, the more mature the organization is, the more they have refined their KPIs and their processes. And and the, the sign of a really mature organization is, is an organization that's aware of their KPIs and are continuously working to improve the process to make it better. So having a tool, having a CRM tool that has sufficient analytical capability to, um, to, to um, help the sales leader and the salesperson themselves, or who is a leader of themselves, understand how they're doing in the process and 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 the team getting together to continuously tweak it. That you know that is where CRM can work with sales leadership to to just make things better all the time. I think that probably ties into my next question for you, Christian. And so, how can you how can a sales leader use a CRM system to to track team performance and identify those areas for improvement that you mentioned? Yeah, exactly. The leading leading question. So, so <laughs> here at Sugar, we like to think of ourselves as a time aware CRM, and 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 where we apply that is largely in the KPIs. So, having KPIs that are tracked over time, so that exactly to that point of that question, a sales leader can see how the KPIs are doing over time. How are your win rates improving? You know, month over month, quarter over quarter. Um, how are your conversion rates between sales stages improving quarter over quarter, team over team? Having that um, that basis of, of of tracking it over time is how the sales leader can say and share with their team, yeah, you know what, we did we did better this quarter, or we did worse this quarter, and uh, and it's a critical capability. So then, what are the what are the other features that a sales team should look for when when selecting a, a CRM system to support their sales process? You mentioned that Sugar's you know is time aware. What are the other features that you should be looking for when picking a CRM system? 
I think uh, you should think of a CRM system uh, not as a commodity, but something that can um, um, be adopted to your sales culture. If you've been around for a little while uh, and you had some success, it's probably because of a reason, something in your culture, something in your processes, something in the way you treat your customers, something about the way you sell and allow your customers to buy. So you want to make sure you have a CRM system that can fit kind of like a glove to your process, can adopt your identity so you don't have to compromise of anything that, that's given you a competitive advantage in the marketplace over time. So making sure that, that the, the CRM system is configurable enough to fit you rather than you have to adopt too much to fit how the CRM system works, I think, you know, lets you retain that identity. I think yeah yeah I think we're all, we've all been victim of you know a new system coming in and we're all just a bit like oh I'm not really sure how this is going to work and so ironing out those creases is is important you say yeah exactly like you know like I usually sometimes refer to that shift as as the the sales team goes through a valley of despair when <laughs> when when they when they are switching a CRM system and the changes are too great. Then they, you know, they're they're depressed for a while as they slowly build up that system to to um, to to work the way they want it to work. So the more you face that in the selection of the CRM and the implementation of the CRM to make that shift to the identity and your processes are there from the beginning, you know, mm -hmm. the shallower that value of despair will become, and 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 the quicker the ramp up to that improved productivity, which was the reason you bought the CRM system in the first place. It's a very poetic way that you've, you've put that, Christian, the valley of despair there. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because, um, you know, change is a constant of life, but people seem very reticent to actually lean into those changes. So I guess that, you know, your your decision on CRM system has to reflect that, doesn't it? So then... Yeah, and so, facing, facing it up front, that you know that there's going to be that that pain and, and, and preparing for it to make it as, as least painful as possible. Absolutely. So then... How can you? How could you use a CRM system to improve communication and collaboration across sales teams and then other departments? Yeah. So, so there um, at Sugar, we we pride ourselves of having a full customer experience platform. So that means that we have a single platform that ties from marketing to sales and also to service. So basically, everybody in the organization can be. Uh, recruited to service and sell and, and and make a customer happy by being on a single platform and that that makes a difference because you then have the ability to take those kpis we talked about earlier and and use them across the organization kind of have a common definition of what the kpi means it means something understandable from marketing to sales to service as you're basically managing the same kpis um, most CRM systems, including Sugar, have concepts such as workflow and, and, and business process management, where you can automate processes. And when you have the CRM system deployed across marketing, sales, and service, you have the opportunity to take those business processes and run them across departments. So it kind of helps you mind the gap, right? It helps you mind the gap between uh, departments and, and, and let there be a little bit of a seamless handover from say marketing to sales or from service to sales, where you're tracking that uh, things ended up in the right place and, and that the SLAs and, and timeframes where you're trying to perform service are being met. So what what would you say are the, the biggest mistakes that uh, you know, a sales team could make when picking a CRM system then? What, what are the, the big flaws in, in picking the wrong one? 
making assumptions that say for instance uh, assumptions that everything is going to go well that there's not going to be any value of despair right uh, not planning for user adoption from the beginning so uh, sometimes people get too eager about planning for all the technical challenges the integration challenges which there's many and you should plan for but at, as as early as you start the project for technical planning you should also start planning for user adoption and user adoption is not just training it's user engagement, making sure you have stakeholders, making sure you've set up proper governance um, during the process and after the uh, implementation, that you have support mechanisms and, and listening posts set out in the field so that you can take feedback and that the users understand that you're actually listening and, and recording the requests and, and possibly complaints that you're getting, and that you have a plan of actually doing with something about it. And that that process goes on for a long time after that initial implementation. So making a plan to cover all that early on, um, generating excitement about the project for the stakeholders, telling them what's coming, engaging them, making sure they know they have stakeholder representatives involved in the process, and, and basically selling it internally that this is something good, it's coming, it's a matter of time. Absolutely, just keeping them happy at the same time, saying, look, we're going to be able to do such and such and such and such with, you know, these different CRM systems. What, um, let's say you've got a smaller organization with, you know, smaller teams. What are, what are some of the more important metrics to track via the CRM in that situation? So, I like to, to track customer engagement and prospect engagement. And, and, and therefore, even in small teams, it's important to, to uh, think about marketing as a part of, of customer engagement and learn how sales and marketing to work together to, to measure engagement, to see that customers, existing customers are engaged and listening and engaging with our communication, that, uh, that prospects and opportunities are are getting assistance from the marketing team and engaging with some uh, of that. And, and that's you know very much measured in, in a tool like Lead Forensics, where you know very specifically who is, is coming back to your website and who's consuming your content and getting that validation that those organizations are, are, are receiving the information you think they're receiving, that they're consuming it and engaging and maybe digging further uh, into, um, into, into the other information you have available. This is wonderful, Christian. You're becoming quite the spokesperson for uh, for Lead Forensics here. We really appreciate that. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're big fans. Like, you know, I, I get excited. I get excited emails and Slack messages from our sales team uh, on on a weekly basis with some kind of triumph of how they validated something with Lead Forensics. So we're, we're fans. Oh, that's smashing news. I'm a fan too, as well. By the way, just in case uh, our CEO is watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you did touch on, um, you know, uh, adoption of uh, a new CRM system. What strategies can sales teams use to ensure a successful adoption of a new CRM system? It comes down to communication. So it comes down to communication uh, from from the beginning. Having, you know, almost a, a newsletter. Like if you create, if you have an implementation team, um, getting a regular cadence of communication. Uh, weekly, monthly, depending on how long the implementation is, uh, basically where are we, what's coming, where are we in the process, so people feel included, and when when you're getting close to implementation, there's no surprises. People uh, uh, 
understand that this has been a thorough process. They've been listened to, everybody's been engaged, people have been thinking through this carefully. They have had an opportunity to participate if they wanted to and provide their feedback. Uh, that, that everybody has some ownership in the process is, is critical. Um, uh, you, you want everybody to have a little bit of skin in the game so that when that valley of despair that we so poetically put it <laughs> materializes, that everybody has, that nobody feels like a victim. Nobody feels like a victim, that they've been a part of the process. They, they realize that it's, there's, they have some responsibility as well to, to learn about the system and to communicate the, the, the good, the bad and the ugly to the rest of the team and, uh, and be a part of it. So it's about transparency, but also giving some responsibility is what you're saying? Yeah, transparency and really respect for the organization where we're implementing CRM from by, by including them, not the working in a silo, not working uh, quietly off to, in some, and then saying we're ready, right? But including them, that, that, that is a respectful treatment of the rest of the organization. And then how important is that, is it to keep that channel of communication open once the system's been implemented then? Then usually, you know, what people do is they have specific escalation paths for for how to receive feedback. Feedback. How is it supported? How if it's if it's uh, support, then who are the escalation specialists that go to this and 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 help your users? That your users know that that team is there, that they're trained, that they're specialists and knowledgeable and can help you. Um, but also when, when there's suggestions, when there's suggestions or complaints, that there's a process for retrieving those, for understanding those, that for people to know that this is where they go, this is the team that's going to prioritize them. And, and, and most people can accept that not all fixes are going to happen immediately, right? Mm. But, but if, if people understand that the fixes are, are, or the request for fixes are being recorded somewhere, that they're being prioritized by somebody, that they're being put into a plan, where if not tomorrow, at least in a, in a reasonable time frame, they're going to be addressed, or if they're not going to be addressed, that it's being explained to you that we've chosen not to do this because of this or that reason. That, you know, that, that is engaging, and again, respectful of your constituency. Mm. And allowing them to recognize they are being listened to. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the uh, regular regular viewers to the Essential B2B and the B2B Sales Playbook um, webinars and podcasts will recognize that um, our sort of motto has become people buy from people. Um, and to that end, you know, uh, sales is all about building relationships with your customers. How can CRM systems be used to enhance prospect engagement and then build stronger relationships with customers? When um, we, like we, from when we engage in the sales process, we like to um, have an agreement, a contract with our customer or prospect before they actually buy. Um, we call it a sales plan, a mutual sales plan, where we take somebody in good faith, they're looking to purchase a CRM system, they may or not purchase it from us, for instance, or your customers might not purchase from you, but they come to you, you know, presumably not to waste anybody's time. They're looking to purchase something. They're looking to identify a product that could help them. But if so, let's make a plan to make that happen together. Let's be systematic about it. Let's identify what's your process, what's our process, put some maybe some dates and some milestones on paper uh, in, in a collaborative document, and then work together to make sure we've checked all the boxes, make sure everybody gets a chance to do their due diligence from the buyer side, from the seller side, and we uh, openly and um, transparently communicate and hold each other responsible. 
uh, that that sets up for you know a productive and and honest relationship from the beginning a hundred percent so you you did you mentioned um you know ha having a, a sales plan if you like then what are some of the best practices sorry what are some of the best practices for using crm data to inform sales forecasting and those plans so i'll, I'll speak about our product and and, and, not, and it's not the, the only feature we're not the only ones who have these features but um checklists are important uh in many whether you're whether you're a pilot taking a plane up into the sky they have a checklist of you know is the engine working are the flaps working um those checklists are important in the CRM process as well. So here at Sugar, we have something called Sugar Automate where we can pl create playbooks. And playbooks are used in, in the pursuit of new sales opportunities. They're used for resolution of cases. They're res used for resolution or qualification of leads. And basically you design a best practice playbook where you make sure you have the checks and balances built into the playbook. And, and that's useful because one, even the most experienced salesperson or service person or marketer in, in, in their rush to do something could possibly um, skip a step, right? And we know that, you know, for instance, if you're a surgeon and you're about to operate on somebody and, and you skip the step of sterilizing your, your, your scalpels, it will be a bad result in a couple of weeks, right? So having a checkbooks and an automated playbook that takes either both experienced users and new users through the you know a hard-won proven methodology on how to do things right that produces the right results and for both the customer and for the, the seller um that's that's a powerful capability so you want to look for that in your crm system a, a, a good solid flexible playbook uh, functionality well, absolutely. I'm no stranger to uh, trying to create playbooks about all aspects of sales myself, uh, Christian. So, no, I, I completely, uh, completely support that. <laughs> uh, how can sales leaders leverage CRM systems to drive team motivation and accountability? So, you know, a little competition never hurts. <laughs> uh, so, so having having clearly defined what the metrics are, having clearly defined goals where you could take your KPIs and your metrics and compare them to goals, and then share that in the CRM system, sharing it on dashboards, sharing it on reports, talking about it in meetings, basically saying, hey, here's what we're all as a team and individual striving for. This is, this is what will get us to our quotas and to our targets and to our budgets, and being clear about that, and then co continuously comparing what your actually result, actual results are over time to those budgets, and transparently publishing them. I think, you know, especially in sales, most salespeople are are, are competitive. You know, most people are somewhat competitive, either quietly or, or loudly. <laughs> and, and, and being able to go back and referring to dashboards and seeing where you stand in, in the team. Um, I think nobody wants nobody wants to be a bottom to the on the bottom of a list. Whether you're in sales or service or accounting, nobody wants to be on the bottom of a list. And there's and most people will have some pride of the ownership in their in their um, job functions, and uh, and without you know without overdoing it and turning something into a sweatshop or anything like that, I think a little bit of competition always helps in in, in driving a process forward. Absolutely, it's the the gamification of it, isn't it? I suppose to uh, yeah to encourage people to do the best they can to their ability. <laughs> exactly, Christian. I'm going to come to you for one final thought. 
on uh, CRM systems, if that's okay. What is, in your mind, the most important aspects when considering CRM systems? What's the most important golden rule that everybody should take away from this conversation we've had today? I, I think it's the ability to um, understand your own competitive advantage and fully see how that competitive advantage is going to be you know, materialized by the CRM system you, you select. You should not become your CRM system. The CRM system should become you. Uh, you've learned over time what it takes in, in your specific market for the specific products you sell, uh, for the people that you work with, what it takes to be successful, and you can't compromise on that. That's gotten you where you are now, and most likely is the best path for catapulting you onwards, and, and the CRM system should just strengthen that, not not force you to, to change in, in any way uh, to, uh, to adopt that CRM system. Absolutely, and uh, and we shall guide you out of the valley of despair. How about that? <laughs> Get out of that valley of despair fast. <laughs> Fantastic stuff, Christian Vetter. Thank you so much for joining me for this webinar. Thanks very much. Thanks, Joe. Well, there we go, Christian Vetter on the pipeline problems playbook. Our key takeaways then: choose a CRM system that can be adopted to fit to your sales team's culture and processes. Ensure that the CRM system can retain your sales team's identity and competitive advantage. Incorporate checklists and automated playbooks into your sales process to utilize CRM data for sales forecasting and planning. Customize the automated playbooks to include specific tasks and activities that must be completed before a deal can progress to the next stage in the sales pipeline. Analyze the success rates of individual tasks and activities within the playbook to identify which tactics are most effective and adjust your sales strategies accordingly. Thanks to Christian for joining me and thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to the B2B Sales Playbook podcast wherever you get your podcasts and rate us five stars where possible. We'll be back next week with another brilliant B2B Sales Playbook podcast.